This one is just so good. If you're a newlywed, about to be married, or you've been wanting to reboot your marriage in the area of money, you are in for a treat because I've got El Martinez to help you with all of that. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast, the preferred podcast by many women across the globe to help you take control of your finances. Join me, Jen Hempel, a motivational money coach and your host each week as I share with you practical, simple money insights and real life stories by women like you. Let's do it. It's another Thursday and you are here and I am ecstatic to have you here. It is already June and also it's near the end of the second season for this year of this podcast. So that means we've got two more episodes after this one before we take a slight break. Now, mixing money and marriage tends to be tense for a lot of couples, but it doesn't have to be that way. You have heard me talk about this in this podcast, and because it is June again, and the time where a lot of weddings happen and honeymoons, I wanted to invite Elle Martinez back. You may remember her from episode 53. If not, definitely go back and listen to that episode. She is the host of the award-winning Couple Money blog and podcast. And since we last had her on the podcast, she is becoming a published author of the book, Jumpstart Your Marriage and Your Money, a four-week guide to building wealth together. I wanted her to come on the podcast, share some of the golden nuggets from this book. And as you will see, this is all in alignment with what I teach. And I wanted you to hear her perspective. So in this episode, you're going to learn what marriage really is from the outside looking in. You're also going to learn the extra layer of complexity when it comes to couples and money and why you can jumpstart your money and marriage in just four weeks and what planning an epic getaway has to do with having a successful money conversation. So let's go ahead and chat again with Elle Martinez. Welcome back, Elle Martinez. I'm so excited to have you here, not just the first time, but the second time now. Thank you, Jen. I always have fun. You know, we meet up in person a couple of times, (laughs) but uh, it's great being back. Yeah, and I'm excited because since you've last been on this podcast, you have written a book, and I am so excited to talk about this book, especially in this month. June is a time of weddings and honeymoons and all that, and you and I know, and those listening, uh, that marriage and money and talking money in a marriage or in a relationship is tough, and with what you do, you help that, so You ready to get started? I'm excited. Yeah, let's do this. Awesome. So uh, you have a podcast and a blog called Couple Money. What made you start this? I, for two reasons. Uh, First of all, I think a lot of us do this. um, We start based on our own personal needs. So at that time when I was looking around, I found a lot of great personal finance sites and podcasts and shows, but 
I didn't see anything that addressed that extra layer of complexity, fun, craziness that comes with being married and dealing with money. So I wanted to address that. And then years later, after I started the blog, I got feedback from people that wanted to hear it on the podcast because they're just pressed for time. A lot of couples, they're got so many other things to do. And I believe, Jen, that money is important as a tool, but it's not the most important thing. So I wanted to make it a a convenient way for couples to uh, learn about finances. So that's why I started the podcast. Love it. And you do such a spectacular job. I swear your podcast, the production that you do is just so amazing. I love it. Love it. Now, so you started, and I'm glad you you did this because you're right. The topic is not as much covered. So you definitely are filling a void in that space. And now you've had this and actually it's an award winning (laughs) blog, by the way. Uh, So now why did you decide to write this book? So the jumpstart your marriage and money in four weeks, which is awesome. Well, again, it was addressing a need that I saw. There are many personal finance books that are absolutely fantastic and comprehensive, like can dive deep into topics. But a lot of times it seems like I kept hearing the same thing over and over again. I just need to know exactly where to start. And I think that information overwhelm that we have stops a lot of couples who would otherwise make some progress with their money. They, they don't know if they should start with their budget first. They don't know if like, should they pay off their debt or invest? Like what order should they do it in? So I wanted to write a concise guide that would help a busy couple because let's admit there's more important things to me uh, than money, but money is something that can help things out. So like I'm a working mom, I have two young kids and they keep me busy. So I I wrote a book for couples who don't have a lot of time, but definitely want to get on the same page. They're tired of having the same arguments about money and they would love to, if they're in debt, to get out of debt and actually make some progress to financial independence. Love it. And I really love how you broke it down in four weeks because you know me, I love things simply (laughs) done, Mm -hmm. something you can follow uh, because then I get distracted uh, very easily. So who can most benefit from this book? I know it's aimed at those that are married, but can someone who's been married for a long time benefit from it or maybe someone who even is contemplate in our relationship? Who can most benefit? I think it is great for newlyweds because Mm -hmm. it's starting off on the right foot. It's having those conversations. And then couples that are ready to reboot, like what they're doing right now is just not working for them. I see a lot of times, and I've had this conversation with some of my friends, and they actually were some of the earliest readers, Mm -hmm. was they felt like what was holding them back is that just had so much going on. They felt like their money was just going to kind of pay the bills, tread the water, so to speak, but they weren't getting out of debt as fast as they wanted to. And they weren't really making the contributions towards retirement like they wanted. So I I feel like I designed this book um, for couples that are just starting out or couples that are looking for a reboot with their finances. A reboot. Okay. Well, love it. And what would you say has been the most rewarding aspect of writing this book? Because this is your debut book. So what has been the most rewarding part? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Getting the feedback, the early feedback from my friends um, has been really helpful. And I'm really proud about how I designed this. In essence, it's like a workbook, but it actually involves you guys working together through conversations. 
So I have money dates and conversation starters in here because a lot of times when it comes to finances, you'll know maybe the process and it says, okay, if you want to get out of debt and here's a debt snowball, A, B, C, D. But the problem a lot of couples have is, well, how do you even start that conversation? Like, how do you even bring up what's our big goal that we're going to work on? You know, how do you introduce that? What do you do if we don't agree on what's that big goal we want to work on? And so I take you through, I have the questions that you can start off with. It makes you more comfortable, not necessarily a script, but kind of an icebreaker. Mm -hmm. right. And then I also have like a, a framework. So after you guys, the first two weeks is to get you into a rhythm, then you guys can start designing your own money dates based on your own personalities. Because I think your your marriage and your money should be reflected of your values. Love it. And so can you give us a little teaser of what a money date can look like and what kind of prompts you would give us to have a su successful money date? So I, first of all, I'm going to start off like with the first money date because I think this is all important. A lot of times, well-intentioned couples, we actually did this, is we started off with the numbers first. We're like, okay, we're going to see where we are and then we'll figure out where we're going. And it should be the opposite. And mm -hmm. I tell couples, think of this like you're planning an epic getaway. And just imagine you guys have some money, but you need some more. You want to go to Europe, South America, somewhere special. So what do you do? You start talking about what you want to do. You start looking for the destination that fits you. You kind of come up with the list of the must-see spots and activities. And then you start looking for travel deals. Because after you establish that excitement and what mm -hmm. you're working towards, then you work backwards. So with the money date, your first money date is I want you guys to sit down and start talking about what would you love to do together? Love it. And yeah, if it's retirement, great. What does retirement mean to you? Start having those conversations. Imagine yourself going out there. You know, are you volunteering more? Maybe you're working within the community. Maybe you want to travel and help out other communities. Or maybe you want to stay more local you have a dream to become a writer, who knows, <laughs> get a house in the cabins. But it's having those conversations because I don't think most people, Jen, get excited about, let's have $2 million in the bank. Exactly. It means, well, oh, what does I that agree. mean? I agree. Yeah, and well, that's something that I stress yeah. all the time. And I ju had just gotten off a coaching call and she was like, I'm good at saving. Okay, that's great. What are you saving for? Exactly. Did I have an answer? Because- she knew she was supposed to be saving. Well, what for? What is it for? Is this, what does that look like? Because I completely agree. Once you have what you're, when you have, once you have that vision and a clear vision of what it looks like, what it feels like, the emotions that you gain or get when you think about those things, that's, that I think definitely the first step to take. Yeah. And that's going to push you through towards mm -hmm. your goals because like, on the podcast, I interview couples who've done extraordinary things with their marriage. I've interviewed couples that paid six figures of debt, not including their mortgage. I've interviewed couples who have retired in their 30s. And this is actually something that they've pretty much all had in common was their vision was so strong, it pushed them through the hard times because there's going to be tough times. Mm -hmm. And it also changed it from, oh my goodness, we have to cut back and save money to we are cutting the unnecessary things because we really want to retire early or we really want to just get out of this debt and have some options 
with our lives and, you know, with our marriage. So I, I, I would say that is the, the most crucial money date you can have is establishing what do you want to work together on. And if you can plan out retirement, like see it, great. If you guys can't agree on how retirement looks, I say take a step back, maybe something a little bit closer that you both can agree on and start working on there. Because I always uh, believe that marriage goes before the money. So Mm -hmm. work on building that relationship, work on building that communication, and then you can go to a bigger goal if you need to. Awesome. I love that. Love. I love how you think. And what would you say is another section uh, or chapter of the book that you think is just so critical for uh, rebooting your marriage or if you're just starting out? I mean, I know it's overall important, but what if, it, if you would pick out one chapter, what would be what would, is that topic and uh, why is it so important? Well, I'm going to speak from personal experience (laughs) and I'll tell you what's been helpful for us and hopefully will help uh, couples as well is if you look at chapter four, this is in the second week, which is making your money work for you. This is all about after you establish your goals and you know what you're working for and you decided what your priorities are, I show you how to automate your money to take care of the essentials because That is a huge hurdle for a lot of couples. They mean well, but the kids taking care of them, taking them to school, taking care of their activities. You have your work responsibilities. You have responsibilities with each other as a family. And it is so easy to lose track of time and all those small details. So if you can automate your money and so you know that the important things are being taken care of, it is a huge stress reliever. It's just an easier a system for you guys. That way your money dates are like five minutes just to look at the numbers because there's so many tools out there you can Mm -hmm. use. And then it's like 90% of the conversation of, okay, so how are we doing with our goals? What do we need to work on? What's coming up? So it's a more positive experience. You know, in the last year, Jen, it's been pretty chaotic. We've had some family, unfortunately, deal with some health issues. Mm. We've had a dear family friend pass away, lose their battle with cancer. And we you know what? Family first, friends first. We took time off from work. You know, we made those trips that we had to. We felt that was important. And it was nice having enough peace of mind knowing that our finances were being taken care of. Love it. No, and it's just so important. And I love everything. I mean, pretty much I'm like saying, you don't see me, but I'm here. Yes. Nodding my head. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes to everything you say, uh, because it's just so completely true. Sometimes, we get just stuck into what we're supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. And we forget as to the things that we want to do. And that's what's going to really um, give us that vision and that motivation to move forward. So I love that you say uh, you you everything. Like I said, I've been nodding my head. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this whole time trying to be quiet, trying to be quiet. No, but I'm, sure. I'm very excited about this. Uh, this is why even though I would say this is the hardest project I've worked on writing mm-hmm. this book, it's nothing like I've ever done before. I feel like excited about this message and, and helping couples. Absolutely. And I know you're going to help many, many couples with this book. And if there was one thing, one big takeaway uh, that you want anyone reading this book, what would it be? Like, what would they be saying after they read your book? I hope that they come away with this book with a feeling that they're a team. Mm -hmm. I know with marriage and money, 
what tends to happen or what I keep seeing is that one person takes the lead and that's great where someone is maybe a fan of spreadsheets or they're just good with numbers, but both of you should have a say and both of you should be in the conversation. Too many times, it really is a protection when both of you are in it because when one person is carrying all that weight, taking care of everything, it's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some couples that they weren't trying to sabotage their finances, but something snowballed out of the way. And then they felt guilty and they felt uncomfortable bringing up to their spouse like, hey, I made a mess up. And then it just got worse and worse till all of a sudden we're $10,000 in debt or we're $100,000 in debt. And, you know, I hope it never gets that extreme. But if you guys are both having these regular meetups, whether it's, you know, a weekly little check in or if it's a monthly date like we do, then you guys are in a much better position, not only with your finances, but with your marriage, which is to me more important. Absolutely. And another uh, benefit to having both, not just one person be in charge of everything, but another benefit is that you have that outside perspective or not, you know, not necessarily outside, but another perspective, because let's say if you're the sole person that's taking care of everything, you're going to miss things. That's, you know, amazing. You mm -hmm. can make mistakes, maybe miss paying a bill, or uh, maybe you missed uh, adding an extra. Z Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Zero to, I don't know, to something, whatever the case may be, you, there's things are bound to happen just because we, and especially nowadays, we have so much to do, but just having an an extra pair of eyes uh, yes. and an extra mind uh, definitely goes a long way. And I definitely agree. Just one person can be the bill payer, but both people have to be in the know, obviously be aligned with the goals and all that good stuff. Yeah. And that's what marriage is. It's bringing um, your strengths and your weaknesses. And you guys are uh, showing, showing each other up. I know like my husband and I, we, um, have our strengths and weaknesses. And uh, when it goes well, we're like, hey, I caught this. And when it goes bad, we're usually, you know, fighting over our weaknesses. But <laughs> when <laughs> you're working together on something and you know, yeah, you know, you're on the same team, it is so much easier to accomplish great things together. Right. And, and something I think, uh, too, to know, like, when it's, what would you say? And I'll ask you, actually, I'm not going to give you what I was thinking, but I want to know from you, when someone is having trouble uh, getting the spouse to be on the same on the same page, what tips would you give to that person? Or t big tip? So I'll speak from experience, and then also what I've like heard from others in the community. Mm -hmm. um, it seems a lot of times they don't do the first step, which mm -hmm. is having a communication what they're working together. Sometimes what happens is. They either have a very general conversation and they think they're on the same page, like we're saving for retirement, right? But the other spouse really wasn't on board and one pushes through or they fill in the gaps. And we're really good with this, you know, as, as spouses, it's like, well, obviously, you know, when I said this and you said this, this is what you meant. You know, we, we put it right, at, right there. So I would say, go, take a step back and say, hey, I'm excited about this, but I feel like maybe you're not you know, or you, you have another idea and you're trying to put a positive because you, your spouse most likely is not trying to sabotage the marriage or, or your money. So just ask them and have a conversation. And it could be that maybe they agree on the goal, but not on their approach. Aha. Uh -huh. Yep. 
Love it. That is great. Now, how about you now? And I want to know like, I, what you going to say. <laughs> no, basic, I mean, it's just basically when they're not on the same page, that's basically you hit mm-hmm. the nail on the head is just what maybe there's a disconnect as even sometimes the goals or, or not clarity of like maybe you're yeah. thinking it's just all about communication. And that's what marriage, you know, a big part of marriage is, is maybe you're thinking you're on this a same, you have the same goals, but it's the general sense, maybe saving. Oh, yes, we're, we need to save more. But again, going back to saving for what? And maybe that what is what separates the two. Uh, and that's where that distinction needs to lie. But it's just really along the communication uh, for me as to what their wants are. And also yeah. getting back to how they grew up around money too, because I, I think that has an effect as far as not just getting the person on the same page, but helping in the money talks, helping on those money dates. Um, So yeah, so those were my thoughts. Okay. Uh, We're on the same page. Good. (laughs) I told you, like I said, I've been nodding. my head I mean, the whole you, time. you are great. You have such a great community. So I'm always wondering, you know, what you're thinking, because you have your finger on the pulse. So I was just curious. You as well. And I'm also curious, and you touched upon it a little bit, because We know there's hundreds and hundreds of personal finance books out there. So what makes your book different? I think the ease and the flow of the book is really helpful for, and I'm going to say this busy couple, because I feel like that keeps coming up. That's a huge hurdle. There are definitely pockets in the community where maybe it's lack of knowledge, but it's how do you execute this? How do we, within the time frame that we have, we might have like 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there. How can we be productive? I take it week by week, uh, the big steps. I actually designed it. So by week three, what we're trying to do is boost your bottom line. Because I know a lot of couples uh, struggle with, okay, we know what our goals are. But at some point, like, how are we going to find this extra money to get to where we need to go? And I'm definitely a, a fan of frugality, you know, take care of what's important and then ignore the unimportant, you know, Mm -hmm. those expenses that really don't matter. But then also the reality is a lot of couples are struggling with income. So I I discussed that. So I, but I don't want to talk about, Hey, let's, let's show me, um, show you how to save $500 when we haven't even established where do you want to go and what do you want to do? And, you know, where do you get your basic (laughs) budget and then we'll go and we'll refine it. So I I really wanted this to be from the first week you guys start having wins together and then we're building it up from there. Awesome. I think my neck is getting, my neck muscles are getting (laughs) a lot of exercise today from all this Oh, so awesome. I'm so excited about this book. And it's available for pre-order right now. And the official launch of the uh, the book is June 13th. So take yes. us a little bit about what you can do. I mean, what, you know, what are advantages of pre-ordering or, or do you have any bonuses or tell us a little bit about that? I definitely always saw this as multimedia. Like when I went from blog to blog and podcast, I saw there was such an advantage of having different ways to consume and surround yourself with positive and helpful information. So with this book, I do have bonuses that are going to be tying in. And then eventually, I'm actually going to have a course that goes into it. So if anyone has a yeah conversations like, okay, I've tried this, this hasn't worked, I want to build a community around it. So 
to keep things simple, I have um, a page set up at couplemoney.com slash jumpstart bonuses. So when you pre-order, you can um, just send me a copy of the receipt and I actually will register you for the class for free. So oh if we're going to do a first round of class. I'm hoping to start that in July. But uh, I really just want people to try this out to give their marriage a boost um, and, and make sure that finances are working for them and not stressing out their relationship. Too many great relationships um, just have that tension with finances. And I, I don't want that to be a hurdle. Love it. And what a great added bonus. Oh, my goodness. And so excited about this. Uh, so if you're listening to this, you know, Elle's a rock star. Just I'll have uh-huh. all the links uh, in the show notes that you need and get on this book for sure. And Elle, I just want to congratulate you because we've been on, you know, behind the lines doing kind of the same thing, yes. you writing your book and me as well. So I want to congratulate you. So excited oh, for you. I know you work extremely hard. It's going to be such a, it is going to be such a, it already is. And it is going to be it's such a valuable book to so many couples out there. So I congratulate you. I'm oh, so excited you. that you were on this podcast so we could talk about this book. And I know we'll be in touch again soon. Yes, definitely. Because I have to have you on my show too. It'll be fun. (laughs) Were you nodding your head yes the whole time? That was just so, so good. There was one thing that I could not have said better than Elle did. And that was when she was talking about how couples in general tend to agree on the goal but not the approach. That was just golden. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about that. But as usual, I wanted to do a quickly shout out. And this week's shout out goes to Angel. Angel is a new member in the community. She's been a listener for a while. And she shared that her and her husband started using like a new system. Nothing that I've taught, but basically they're using their rewards earning credit cards to help them budget. So it's a way for them to budget and a way for them uh, to earn points. It's a way for them to see visually of how they're doing in the spending and that's working for them. So I love that she shared that. I love that she is taking what she's learning in this podcast and tweaking it doing what she needs to do to make it their own, to make it work for them. So kudos to you, Angel, and thank you for being a part of the community. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and thank you so much. She shared in the group how much she shares this podcast to others. So thank you for that as well. Now back to our chat with Elle and her point of couples agreeing on the goal, but not the approach. As I said before, I could not have said that better. Sometimes we think we both want to retire happy and live well, right? That that's We know that's what we want to do, which can be the general goal, but then maybe one of you is a, a significant impulse spender that's not going to help reach those goals. And then maybe the other is just may not very well organized with money or doesn't know what's going on with the money, whatever the case may be. So the approach to retiring and happy and living well 
is not in alignment. So that is so critical to talk beyond the general goal. Talk about how you would approach it, what steps you need to take to get there, because what the steps you may take are maybe different from the steps that your spouse take. And if you talk, come together and talk about those, you can come up with this amazing plan that you wouldn't have been able to do on your own, just thinking yourself. So I definitely encourage you to talk about those general goals. And especially, I know you and your spouse, if you're married or you and your partner are wanting to retire happy and live well, what does that look like and how are you going to get there? So I want you also to think about how this fits in your life, not just in the money aspect, but in general life. Now, if I think to our general life, nothing with the money, uh, we have always had the same goal of how we see us raising our boys. But there has been a few times during our marriage where our approach has been different and that evolves sometimes as we go. So like very early on in our marriage, because we both purchased our first cars on our own, we were very diehard that our kids had to do the same. We did it. We valued our buying the car on our own and they should too. And then recently, uh, in the past several months, my husband and I were talking and he was mentioning something about purchasing a car for our oldest one later on, right? So just I share that with you to get you to check in, not just have that one-time conversation about the goal and how you're going to approach it, but check in every once in a while because as life goes, things change, our uh, values change, our thought processes change, how we go about things change. So you don't want to have that just one conversation about this general goal and the approach, but have a continuous flow of conversations, just checking in every once in a while to see if that approach has changed, that perspective has changed or not. So I really challenge you and encourage you to see how that fits in your life, because I thought that part of the chat with Elle was just a golden. So remember, we can agree on the goal, but not necessarily on the approach. And that's what we need to get to, to see what that approach is, because we might not realize we don't agree on it because we don't know what each other's approach is. So definitely make sure you have those conversations. Yes, around money, uh, in terms of money goals, but just in general life, and to just check in on the uh, every once in a while because we may change on how we want to approach and how we want to get to those goals or how we want, like an example of raising the kids or things of that sort. So just something to think about. So that is it for this week. Next week, we will speak to Listen Stromberg. She is the author of Work, Pause, Thrive. And that is such an another good one. And in that chat, we'll learn the lessons that she learned after taking a pause in the workforce to be at home with her children. And if you are listening, if you are one that has taken that pause, like I know I did, you are going to so want to 
listen to this one. Or if you're one without children, you want to listen to this one as well, because especially if you're contemplating children in the future, there's some lessons learned in that that I think will definitely benefit you. So I want to thank El Martinez for joining us, for sharing all those amazing golden nuggets. You can find all that information and the links. And I definitely encourage you to go check out her book. It is on pre-order until June 13th. And when I say pre-order, it's basically a steal. Again, go to couplemoney.com forward slash jumpstart bonuses. There's that awesome bonus as well that she mentioned of the course that you can get for pre-ordering before June 13th. Uh, That book is going to be just so worth it, just uh, especially ordering uh, before it actually launches. So I also want to remind you as well that if you love this episode, please do share, uh, take a moment. It takes two seconds to share this episode or this podcast. Uh, you can share it with a friend via text, uh, on social media, whatever you choose to do by just doing that, that taking that one or two, three seconds to share, you're going to help us reach more women and impact more women who need this podcast. And also I just realized if you aren't in our community or on my email list, If you're just solely listening to this podcast, you can also catch me live streaming on Facebook twice a week. So every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I live stream in our community. And that is just more of an intimate setting because it's just our group is not out in the public. And I answer questions. I may share stories, whatever. There's no set agenda for that live stream. And then and every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my business page, I continue that conversation from this week's episode. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, tomorrow, Friday at 2 p.m., you can go to my business page and I will be talking about this episode. So that is 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link's are in the comments and we are continuing to celebrate a hundred episodes. So if you have not heard, we're doing a giveaway of 15 minute free coaching calls. There's definitely less than a hundred left. I'm giving away a hundred. There's less, but there's still slots available. I encourage you to take advantage of that. I don't know when I'm going to do something like that. That's craziness <laughs> again. So you can check out that information and the details of how to grab that, your spot at jenhempill.com forward slash 100. I know I gave you a lot of links. Make sure just go to today's show notes over at jenhempill.com forward slash 102 for all the links, especially if you are driving. I don't want you to write anything down. Just go to the link uh, jenhempill.com forward slash 102, and you will get a link for everything that we talked about, especially Elle's book, because you have to, I encourage you to grab it. It's, it is such a worthwhile read for you. So that is it. I will talk to you again next Thursday. And thanks so much for tuning in today. 